Welcome, everybody. The Sacred Books of Britney Spears. So glad to be with you. As always, I'm joined. Um, I have my amazing friends with me, Bessie Joe. Hello. And John Wayne. What up? And we have a we have a pretty special guest this week. I'm not even going to try to do a sly segue into it. We have, um, well, introduce yourself. Uh, I'm Aaron Garcia, the last living descendant of Britney Spears from the Federline uh, clan. Very honored to be here. We're very honored to have you here because obviously we are, you know, some of us are have dedicated our lives to Britney. Um, John Wayne has been, you know, has been on a path of learning more about Brittany and giving us his insight. Um, so yeah, this is, this is pretty, pretty special to have you here. This is pretty um, exciting. I can't believe you got, got a guest like this, Aaron. Wow. How'd you, how'd you wrangle this? It was, it took a little bit of, um, finessing. I actually, you know, it's funny because I had heard about him, obviously, you know, we, we, it, the, the word goes through the world, you know, that this guy exists. And then it was funny because Bessie, I was actually going through the, um, the dating app that, um, you know, when you would give me back my profile and I was kind of swiping left, swiping right. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden I come across Aaron and I'm like, there's no way this can be the same Aaron. But yeah. So I DM'd him just to chat and be like, yo, are you that Aaron Garcia? And he said, yeah, we had a conversation. Um, I invited him on, and here we are. Yeah, uh, it happens a lot. It's pretty I thought pretty easy. this was going to be a more private uh, get-together, but, you know, happy to be here. Oh, wait, did I? Did Got it. Did you mislead him? I, I didn't. Did I mislead him? Well, I get a lot of messages from Britney fans being who I am. It's, uh, my mistake. Hold on. Let me, let me go, let me go back and read the message. And you tell me, Bessie, if you thought that this was, I don't know if we have to do that so much. That's true. Actually looking at this now, that might not be appropriate, but yeah, I'm sorry. Were you guys actually, since you found each other on the same app, were you guys planning on going on a date? And then you kind of, instead of going on a date, asked him to join our podcast and join our conversation. Well, I might have led him down one path, and it sounds like there was a misunderstanding, and we ended up on this other path. Wow. So it, I, I mean, if we could, I mean, I was all down to kill two birds with one stone. Wait. <laughs> Date him and also have him on the podcast? Right. You were, okay. you were thinking about upping your body count, weren't you? <laughs> <laughs> I apologize, Aaron. Yeah, if I... um. I guess when I said, hey, did you want to hang out and, uh, you know, show me what you got, I guess that might have, yeah, I can see how that might have misled you. My, just a, I, I apologize. a slight adjustment in expectations, but like, no, we can do the Britney thing. That's uh, always happy to talk about uh, my great, 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 great grandmother. Aaron, well, I have a question. Which Aaron? Hmm. Which Aaron? You. Hmm. Garcia. Um, and this might be really personal and really forward, but are you a follower of Brittany or just a descendant? Like, do you follow her word? I'm aware of it for sure. You know, um, 
Um, and like she's got a lot of good messaging in there. Uh, I definitely think that uh, people really believe in her. But it's different when you grow up in it, you know? It's like I was always aware of it. I, I didn't have a choice. Did you feel pressure? I mean, that must have been strange to grow up in a world. Like, how was your family? How did your family, you well, know, bring you up? Were you taught about Britney a lot, or was it like? Well, uh, I, I don't know. I mean, we grew up in uh, the Britneyland Ranch, so it was always just kind of mm. around, you know. But it was more like the business side of things. Oh, running the ranch. Yeah, yeah. Tell our listeners about Britneyland Ranch. Some of them may not have ever heard of it. Well, it's the old um, Graceland because, of course, after uh, Elvis Presley was canceled, uh, Britney decided to purchase it and just do the same thing as that, as far as I know. So, you know, you can see all the uh, the costumes she wore, the uh, the anaconda, of course, the famous anaconda is... Is still alive? And, uh, oh. No, 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 taxidermy. <laughs> no, no, no. God, no. Uh, it's just hanging there in the, the main place. And, you know, for $200, you can come in and walk around and experience Brittany, uh, make donations to the church, of course. Mm-hmm. That is steep. Wow. I mean, I mean, I hope we don't offend you by saying that, but that is steep. Do you ever think I, about, I do you ever think it. about, you know, handle the business part? Do you yeah. ever, do you ever think that, the prices should be lowered so a wider audience can enjoy Britney's word and Britney. Well, uh, we've talked about it for sure, you know, uh, but there's a lot of upkeep that comes with uh, the ranch and the various family members, uh, organizations. Is there a we lot of... About wait. It. Okay. How, how many... Okay, so there's family. So you're the... You're the youngest. You're not the last living descendant. There was family. It is just me now, but you know, I, I have expenses. So you're running the Brittany land ranch all by yourself. No, 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 no. I got a team of people. I just, I get a small, um, part of the income from Brittany land ranch. Interesting. What's your, so, is it rude of me to ask what your income is? It is weird of you to ask. Okay. <laughs> Copy that. Yeah. I will Copy. say I make, make my living as a bounty hunter. Uh, oh. So yeah. you don't even make enough money to make a living off of the Brainy Land Ranch. You also have to be in the field of bounty hunting. Yeah. Um, it doesn't really pay so much anymore to, uh, yeah, there's, there's very little money in it at all. So I make my living as a, a bounty hunter. Do you, you know, it's funny. Your audio is kind of, where are you right now? Uh, I'm out in the desert of Utah. Wait. Oh, so when you, oh, so wait, how are we going to meet? Oh, I mean, I have like a private jet. You know what I mean? I, I don't know. Got it. Because of your bounty hunting earnings? Well, I mean, I, got, I pay for the gas, you know, but the jet's there. It's... I'm pretty sure people just throw money at him being the last living descendant of the Britney Spears. Money, adulation, 
Lots of weird dong. text messages. Yeah, dong. Lots of dong. Uh, well, that's okay. Are you um, are you on a hunt right now? I mean, I don't know if you can talk about it. I mean, are you quote unquote working in Utah right now, or? Yeah, I'm I'm going after this one guy uh, late on child support. Uh, just wait until he gets back from work, and then uh, do the whole surprise. Uh, so I got time. Do they know, like, do you advert, like, how do you, do you advertise yourself as, hey, do you need a bounty hunted? Well, uh, I'm a, the last living descendant of There's like Brittany. a website. You can just go on and kind of get bids. Well, no, what I mean is, do you, do you talk about yourself as being the last living descendant or do you try to hide it? Because know. you didn't really say it on your on your dating profile. I mean, I just I knew it because I recognized you, but I, you know, do you tell it to people? Uh, I used to when I was younger, uh, but it kind of kind of met with like a curious look or a lot of resentment or hate, just straight up hate. Really? Yeah. There's a lot of haters out there. I can imagine. John Wayne, did you have any questions for Aaron as a historian? Uh, yeah, I have a lot of questions. Um, I could fill up this whole podcast with questions. Um, let me look at my list of the questions I wrote down that I'd want to ask him since I was so prepared. Um, so you say you're the last living descendant. Do you have proof of that? I mean, I have a 23andMe certificate. 23andMe. Let me see if I, I know my research well enough. Is that like an online research database that tells you your hair? Yeah, we've, heritage? it's been passed down since, I don't know, like the mid 2010s, I think. So my father's father's father, it's like kind of a, a family heirloom that's passed down. Mm, okay, okay, okay. Would you be willing to share that with us? Yeah, I can do that. Um, I, I'll just need to get it out of storage. I, let me talk to my legal team first because they don't really like me uh, just sending that around. I just would love, I would love a copy of it to add it to my luscious library. Uh, you know. Oh no problem. I just would ask, what would you, what would one do with a photocopied version of a Twenty Three and Me certificate? I'll add it. I'll, I'm just. I just want to add it in. I'm. A, I'm. A, I'm writing a new book. Oh, okay. Wait. Oh, we didn't know about this. John Wayne, you're writing no, a book. No, that's new. Yeah, yeah. I've started a book. Holy cow! Yeah. About Congratulations. what? Yeah, I'm five pages in. <laughs> well, I mean, I guess depending on the size of the book, that could be good or bad. We well, have to start somewhere. You do. Absolutely. Are, are we going to be a part of the acknowledgments? Yeah, you guys are in it. Yeah. Wow. Are we? It couldn't so, be an official, uh, rec officially recognized book that has to come through the estate. Well, yeah. I mean, I may or may not use that in the book. I just want to have it for, I don't know, like, you know, people sift through stuff and information in a library. Like, we have, we have archives. They don't go back very far because everything's been burned and lost and stolen um we got a lot of troubled kids around here uh but yeah oh so you don't mean you don't mean burned lost and stolen from like the calamity 2000 years ago you mean 
people are like young youths. kids are yeah correct are, yeah the youth are burning and yeah, it. correct okay okay wow why don't wait how is that happening why why don't you guys up security there it feels like that would be important uh we just can't afford it i am the security so wait so what are the security procedures then if like some people are stealing books i throw a book at them okay eye for an eye yeah well sure. i take Do I, they steal I, the book and run that you throw at them they don't stop to pick it up because I throw another book. Oh, it's a process. Got it. Dude, so you throw the one book books out there. I get it. I mean, I, I grabbed the biggest. I, I, I made the mistake. I used to grab the biggest to throw it at him, but I realized I can't throw it as far or as hard. So I, I, I in the medium range, <laughs> I go for like the hundred pagers now. Hardback. Yeah. Oh, hardback. Hundred percent hardback, and I whiz that bad boy. So you whiz the hundred page hardback at them. Yeah. They get distracted and they want to steal that book. No. And then you throw another book at them. If they do stop, if they if they make that mistake, then I get a free shot as they bend over. <laughs> so when they bend over, you get a free shot. Yeah. Got get it. A nice long free shot. And well, hey everybody. Right in there. You heard it from the man himself. You know, don't you know take. Take it seriously. Don't steal from the library because, you know, it sounds like they've got a pretty secure security system over there. Yeah. Security so protocol. Back to our guest. I, I again, I, I I'm still I'm still fluffled that there's a, a still living descendant of British Spears. I didn't know he even existed. So this is like this is like a wet dream for me. I wonder if like uh, maybe you could visit and we could I could like write a book on you. Oh, um, no. After we talk to you, nope, okay. <laughs> that was fast. I mean, he has, a, he has a full legal team, so I understand you. Yeah, have well, that's why I'm trying to be my own person, you know, not live under the uh, the, um, the Britney umbrella, as you will. Oh, I see. Oh, so you don't, got it. So you don't like to be, I guess that makes sense. Is your, is your last name Garcia, does that come from that? Or is, is your last name just actually Garcia? I'm, I mean, my last name is Garcia, but like we can trace the lineage back to like the the Federline uh, lineage of the Britain. Right. Um, yeah, I don't so know. Wait. Yeah. Wait, you're a descendant of of Brittany and Kevin Federline's union. They had yes. two kids, and you're descended from though. Oh, got it. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yes. And you don't like to trade upon that. You're, you're not like super open about being. Well, it comes with a lot of uh, weight, you know, people are automatically want to judge you and put you in this box, you know, and then the questions about Britney are endless, endless, endless. And I, I find it very tough to deal with or to sort of uh, <laughs> get around it. So do you find Got this it. exercise exhausting? Um, no, no, I, I mean, it's very rarely I get professionally asked to talk about Britney. You know, it's, oh, okay. a, it's a little Got different. It. You get asked by amateurs usually. Uh, yeah, right. right. Mm -hmm. Well, it's funny because... Um... Wait, hold on. I apologize. Nope. Weird segue. 
Bessie, can you do me? Can you segue us into today's chapter? I'm 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 drawing a blank. Man, we are just so so honored and so lucky to have the descendant of Brittany and KFed. And speaking of the title of our chapter is lucky. Can you tell me what number this chapter is, please, Aaron? So today, everybody is book two, chapter seven. Very unlucky number. Funny enough. Oh, really? It's very odd. It's an odd number. I don't like it. Half of them are. Yes, half of them are. <laughs> you know, I just realized, I mean, I never thought of the number seven as unlucky, but when I am listening to music or air conditioning in my One in of the car... Two. I'm going to listen to some AC today. <laughs> well, I just realized that I don't like the number on the dashboard. I don't like, like, I don't like the volume to be an odd number or like a prime number. Me like neither. I don't like it. Yeah. I don't want to list. I don't want my volume to be at 37. You know, I want it to be mm. at 36 or I can deal with fives sometimes, but it has yeah. to be even. Yeah. Um, sevens are always a no, sometimes a nine. Like I could be at 39. What? Sometimes a nine. No, Maniac? you're so close so to the other one. Yeah, but here's the thing: forty-nine, no, but like thirty-nine or sixty-nine. Well, where sixty-nine like, is fine because it's you get the giggles. But every, <laughs> I'm just saying, like, because thirty-nine is divisible by three, and that's kind of cool. But we would never have sixty-nine volume because that I can't believe how that's probably extremely loud. True, or the air conditioning, the temperature, you know. 69 yeah. like that's usually more for giggle i mean i'm not usually i don't usually have my ac set to 39 but um but no i i know what you mean wait john wayne you shook your head about sevens Everything. you don't think that's you, yeah you i, I shook my head the entire time. time you guys i just i just want to make it put it on the record that this is ridiculous you guys are ridiculous hmm. what's ridiculous that you guys can't have it on an odd number but then you but then you have special that you have special uh, stipulations and exemptions. Oh, that number's exempt. It's fine. It's divisible by three. Well, okay. Are you, for example, 25. That's just a really cool. That's a great age. But like 27 is weird. 27, another great age. Yep. I disagree. <laughs> <laughs> Bessie doesn't think that's a good age. No. You don't like you don't like twenty five or twenty seven. No, twenty five. You're too young and dumb. Twenty seven. Yeah. You're still young and dumb, and you have an odd number going for you. <laughs> I mean, God. Twenty six was just right. Twenty six felt a little better as far as numbers, yes, but you're still dumb. <laughs> right, but see, here's the weird thing about the number thing. Twenty seven is no is no good, but twenty seven is less is less annoying than say 29 what what can you do with the number 29 you can't do anything with 29 i mean at least 27 can be divided by three or nine you know your whole year being or, 29 you you are annoying to everyone around you because you're like god six more months this is my last six months of being in my 20s yeah agent Oh, I need to put a whole bunch of stuff on social media about my ending my twenty. Oh, fuck you. So, chapter seven, which does not go into twenty nine. 
<laughs> no, I was I was trying to figure out how we ended up there. So, so what do you think about this chapter, Aaron? Uh, this one is probably one of my uh, favorite, personal favorite ones. Although I, I feel like she's sort of rubbing it in a bit. Oh, is that so? Interesting. No, I mean she's sort of coming from a position of power and kind of letting everybody know how uh, how great it is. Really? That's how you take that song. <laughs> well, I have coming from a different interpretation. You know, I got a little insider knowledge. No, absolutely. That's interesting. Yeah, because I've always read it more as a sort of cautionary tale. It is. Of for other people. So the cautionary tale is you wish you could be me? Yes. Got it. You can't be Brittany. Wait, wait, so wait, wait, what is your summation, cautionary summation? You say I'm saying why don't try to don't be careful wishing yourself as Brittany because it sucks. And you're saying stop bragging. No, no, no. I'm saying that like, you should stop wishing to be Brittany because you can't be. And you never will be, like in a catty way, or yeah. in a... exactly. I don't do the head shaking and the cattiness. People don't respond too well to that. But yes. Oh, so but you're thinking it. You're thinking of the head shake and the hand wave. And and in heavily intoning it. Got it. So when she says the line, when she says the, you know in the verse, isn't she lovely? This Hollywood girl, she is so lucky. But why does she cry? If there's nothing missing in her life, why do tears come at night? What, do, what, what, how do you, how do you, what do you think oh, of those lines? Like, how do they match with what you're... She's for all the people. She's got everything. She is Brittany, and she feels so sad that no one else can experience that. Mm. Wow. Interesting. Yeah, what an interpretation. That's, I mean, that's how I look at it, because, you know, growing up under the shadow, it's always just like, I can never be Brittany. You know, I, I still get all the, the parts of uh, notoriety and seeming that I have everything, but I don't, you know? Only she had it all. Do you ever wish to be like Brittany? Um, no, not anymore. When I was a kid. You grew up oh, but you did. Yeah. Well, Maybe when you were like 25. Well, no, and I was like, you know. Six to about nine years old, they had me working and doing the, the Britney shows, you know, so uh -huh. they would dress me up in various Britney costumes. Did you ever have to wear the red patent leather latex? I mean, some kind of version, but it wasn't uh, as tight because I was a Got kid, it. you know. I'd love to see the loose version. <laughs> Do you look like they're about to... It looks like you're about to base jump. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. no, no. I was thinking like a squirrel base jumping suit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Really loose in the armpits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've seen the show. <laughs> well, I'm very sad we missed that. During some formidable years, six to nine, you were starring in the Britney shows. Yeah. Wow. Mm, I assume wow. they put a lot of makeup on you? Uh, yes, there was a lot of makeup. Did you wear a wig? No, they grew my hair out and dyed it blonde. Wow. This is very abusive. Yeah, this sounds no, like... it was wonderful. This sounds I mean, like some... like manicures, pedicures, hair and makeup done every day. Hmm. You oh. were getting manicures and pedicures at six years old? Well, yeah. You know, I have a question. So you're brought up 
and you're you know being dressed up you're being put into these performances mm -hmm. what happened but you're the last living what happened to all of your family what happened to all the other descendants uh drugs and alcohol wow like all together i mean at various different points but yeah i mean not everyone could handle uh the weight of, of it all how did you escape all that um well i hung around and well they stopped having me perform they they brought more people in actually to i, I don't want to say replace but they moved me into a more uh behind the scenes role um mm. and so i don't know i just i kept i hung around uh after about 15 years uh, business wasn't doing as well and i just decide, hey, I got to make some money for myself, you know? And then how did you get into bounty hunting? Um, I saw a flyer and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it seemed like something cool. So, I don't know, I just said, go here and, uh, get money from this person. So I, I can do that. What, uh, is it, is it, is it too personal if I ask what your body count is? Uh, I've served about 15 by now. Wait, served? Yeah, warrants. Is that, is that a high body count or is that a low body count for a bounty hunter? Well, I've been doing it now for about eight years. So two a year, give or take. Uh, not great, but I'm still getting the hang of it. You know, I kind of wanted to go back to the chapter really quick. Bessie. What what's what are your thoughts on this on this chapter? Our holiness is hurting at the time she wrote this. Really? Okay. I think that she I think it's like most of her chapters, pretty on the nose. Her explaining that be careful what you wish for because this isn't no matter like whatever face she has to put on for the public, she's hurting inside and don't wish for it. Don't wish to be a star. Wait, you this is about this is about her? I think so. I think Lucky is her. In oh. Interesting. So, Bessie, when you hear, she's so lucky, she's a star, but she cry, cry, cries in her lonely heart, thinking, if there's nothing missing in my life, then why do these tears come at night? Mm -hmm. what, what, do you, what do you think about when you hear those words? I hear Brittany telling herself that, what have you, what have you, do you have to be ungrateful for? You have nothing. You have you. You're a star. Everyone loves you. You get free food every day. Yeah. What? Why are you ungrateful? And I think the reason she's ungrateful is like she has to put on this face that she's chill and she's not all the time because she's human. Right. She makes mistakes and she's not allowed to in the public eye. Mm -hmm. And then so she kind of beats herself up for being ungrateful and then cries herself to sleep every night. It's almost like she has her whole works and her story of her life as a guidepost. But then within that story, there's this other story. It's almost like she's telling a story about her story. You know what I mean? Like there's kind of like this meta story inside mm -hmm. of a story kind of a thing. You know? I think she's also teaching people who might go through bouts of depression, don't have a reason, don't have don't feel like they have a reason to be depressed, to be okay with it. Be like, you don't right. have to have a reason to cry yourself to sleep every night. It's okay. Be nice to yourself. 
blah, blah, blah. No, that's a really interesting point. John Wayne, when you hear the words, best actress and the winner is Lucky. I'm Roger Johnson from Pop News standing outside the arena waiting for Lucky. Oh my God, here she comes. When you hear those words, what are you thinking? I'm thinking if it was me, this sounds like a autobiography. Um, I feel like she's able to put in her, her, her chapter. She's like, this really happened. And here's proof. Kind of like, kind of like slapping, slapping people in the face with it. Like I'm talking about me. I'm talking about me. You know, do you she's know able who... to do that. She can do, cause she can do what she wanted at that time. But, She's like, I can do what I want. Right. But it's not so great sometimes. As a historian, do we have do you have any sort of information about this Roger Johnson from Pop News? Do you know who that is? <laughs> um, Roger Johnson. No, I just got there's a lot of Johnsons in history, apparently. It was a very common name, so he got right. lost amongst all the I don't think he was anybody important. Mm. Okay. I think that she might even she might even use Roger Johnson just to flaunt like I don't care, like he's just another you're just another fly on the wall, bud. Oh, so like she just put a random name in there. Yeah, I think so. Interesting. Like she don't. Okay. She she like even or even if it wasn't, I almost feel like it might be a real person, but she used that name to be like, okay, here you go, Roger Johnson. You you got your five minutes of fame. What are you gonna do with it, Chief? Johnson has seven letters in the name. I'm lucky. Ooh, wow, that's deep. Let me look at my. Yeah, it does. He's right. Seven letters. <laughs> it's a very you unlucky look... last name. Yeah. You had to look that up. Got it. Now, Aaron. Mm. So I know you said you really love this chapter. How do you use these words? to live your life? Like, how do they impact your daily life or, you know, your life in general? How do they guide you? Well, I mean, it's comforting when I'm alone crying at night, you know, because it's allowed, you know, if she has everything she can cry, I have not everything and I can cry too. Um, yeah. You cry at night? I just, you know, a couple times a week, but it's, a healthy cry. I just don't you guys? I mean, I cry, but only from my loneliness. Right. Because my loneliness is killing me. Mm. <laughs> Long pause. Wait, wait for laughter. Hold for laughter. Okay. Bessie, do you ever cry at night? Yes. Do you want me to go? Do you want to explain? <laughs> uh, Bessie, we need to know why you cry. But do you really think that she, that she cried at night? Because I, I still refuse to believe it. Believe, believe what? That she really cried at night. You know? Because, I mean, she had everything. That Brittany did or I do? That Brittany did. Oh, you, oh, you definitely look like the crying type. I mean... Yeah, my eyes are pretty swollen. <laughs> um, so you don't believe she cried every night? 
I mean, she had the perfect life, you know? Mm. See, I think that's the, the thing about Britney. Everyone assumed that. You know, maybe, you know, so we're, we're at book two, chapter seven. So maybe all the other chapters up until this point, maybe this is Brittany saying, you know what? Let's put a pause because I think everybody thinks a certain kind of way about me. And maybe she had to like put this chapter within a chapter, you know, the story within a chapter to like maybe kind of give everybody a signal. Like, you know, maybe it's not, you know, I don't know. That's a interesting theory. So, Aaron, were you brought up believing what you were taught about Britney is the absolute truth? Or were you taught that it was sort of an interpretation and that there's many interpretations? Um, I mean, growing up, I really, I really believed in the words of Britney. Uh, but that was just the performer side of me. You know, I really had to get into the, the headspace of it. Um, now, so I, I still live day to try as my best to live day to day with Brittany, but not as, not as a uh, dogmatic as I once was. You said you stopped performing when you were 15. Well, nine is when I stopped performing, uh, but I stopped working right. when I was 15. Do you have any favorite performances that you had to do when you were performing? Oh man. Um, I used to love, uh, the Holly, the Halloween special, uh, or Britney's birthday. That was always a, a favorite one. Uh, they dressed me up uh, as Britney with the anaconda, you know, and they parade me through uh, the Britney Land Ranch. The stuffed anaconda? No, no, no. We couldn't touch that one. Uh, Wait, was it a real anaconda? Well, it's a real snake. It was just a garter snake. Right, right. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, I guess when you're six years old, it... Um... It's huge! Would you call yourself lucky? Uh, yes, I, I would. But you don't cry at night? Well, I do. Uh... Is it too personal to ask why you cry at night when you do cry at night? Uh, mostly from starvation. Well, John Wayne has some tips. <laughs> Wait. Yeah, a, a good go-to is cat food. <laughs> it's very cheap. It's very cheap, very plentiful. Really? Not too bad. Yeah, it's not too bad. It depends what uh, flavor you go with. Um, I didn't know they came in flavors. <laughs> well, if, if you if you want to spend the extra dollar or two, yeah, you can get some. Uh, <laughs> there's I, I saw one called Chunky Monkey. Looks pretty delish. I haven't tried it yet. Oh. I just don't want to. I, I don't want to splurge. But it sounds like since you have a private jet, maybe you have the extra cash to throw down. Yeah, it would get like peanut snacks. That's a good idea. You know, John Wayne, you were giving Bessie, Joe, and I, you were giving us shit earlier about our belief in numbers. But you have a, like, you don't like circles and squares. But you eat cat food. <laughs> whoa, whoa, we're getting real judgy. <laughs> well, what I was going to say is you're particular about which cat food shapes you like. You don't like certain shapes. How is that any less strange? Yeah, it's a preference. It's not like, it's not like I'm not going to accept like putting it in my mouth because of its, I'll be like, ah, I don't like this, but I'll close my eyes and I'm going to eat it. Got it. So you're open-minded enough to put the other ones in your mouth. I know. I'm just poor and hungry enough. <laughs> Got it. Obviously, if I had more money. You'd buy more cat food. <laughs> yeah. 
I'd buy more better cat food that didn't have certain shapes I disliked. But so you're like, do you hate numbers so much that just sorry to bring it back up, but like if you guys went to the store and the and it came up like six 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 or actually six six seven, are you going to be like, oh, I better grab a pack of gum so this number changes? I don't think I would do it if it meant spending more money. Got it. But well, let's say there's just like, let's say there's like a little thing, 10 cents, like you get a bag or something, it changes the, the price by five cents. Would you, would you opt in to change the price by five cents? If it knew it changed it from an odd number to even like just cause? No. At the grocery store? No, I don't know why that seems so different because that doesn't seem permanent. When I'm in the car and the air conditioning is on 67, that just feel like, I don't want to have that on me. Yeah, but once you, know you turn I mean? it, the number goes away sometimes anyway. Exactly. When I turn it to 69, I'm like, oh, God, that's such a relief. Or when I have the volume. I don't know why, you know, but when I have the volume at 25 versus 29, there's a difference. I guess for some people, for some people, they have problems that that's a, that's a huge problem for them that they, would, they wouldn't be able to sleep at night. You could always just buy an extra bag. <laughs> like, like you might consider yourself lucky because you don't have that problem. Got mm. it. Mm. Well, right. And then circle meets the square. Whoa. Very good, John Wayne. <laughs> I can't say. <laughs> I feel like Bessie's judging me. But why do I cry, cry, cry in my lonely heart? I don't know. You didn't tell us really everything. We kind of, we kind of <laughs> moved on. It off. We kind of somewhere yes. along the way we got into cat food and she admitted she does cry. Yes. I do. Is that and too personal, Bessie? Do you want to talk about it? it? I've been crying so much recently because I've been considering leaving the church. I've been considering moving out. <gasps> And we're talking about it on the podcast. Uh, sorry. I mean, you kind of forced her hand, but. You did. Wait, how did I force her hand? You're going to make me feel weird if I didn't share why yeah. I was sad. First of all, it wasn't just Aaron. It was you too, John Wayne. Go ahead. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> I, okay. brought it up that you didn't say because I thought it was funny. I didn't know it was going to get real. Anyway. We can talk about it later, um, roommate Aaron. But that's just uh, uh, that's just what I've been experiencing. Th- these are the, my ruminating thoughts. I'm sure we can figure something out. We'll just have listen. It's really awkward for the other two people here, but we'll just have a roommate meeting and then discuss the results in the next episode. Okay. Okay. Um. Well, hey everybody. I'm excited to hear what you got out of this episode. It was a good one. It was a great one. I'm really proud of it. I'm not going to... Uh, who's going to be crying at night? Not this guy. Um, <laughs> so I want to thank our guest, Aaron. No, uh, thank you. I had the best unexpected time. Uh, no, yeah. Thank you, everybody. That was... That was um, <laughs> did you... John Wayne, did you have any final questions for our for our guest, the last living descendant of 
Britney Spears? Um, Is it a long question, or are you trying to decipher oh, what you're trying I thought, to ask? No, I was just, I, I thought you guys might thought I was paused. I was trying to do the, anyway, uh, yeah. Uh, it's called a bit, you know, you hold for <laughs> laughter. And... Do you, do you, do you, do you see any money? Do you get any money from the Britney Spears stuff? Yeah, it goes into a trust that I can't touch. Until. Are you not 18 yet? <laughs> until I'm 45. Wow, okay. Oh. So you can't live your life. Well, that sounds very unlucky, but right and heavily contingent on um, agreeing to multiple non-disclosure agreements. Mm. Or can't you disclose uh, that I cannot talk about it? Until, uh, <laughs> Damn it! I thought I had you. I thought I had you there. Wait. So there are certain things that you can't talk about until you're forty-five. Yes. Interesting. <laughs> Now, on your dating profile, it said that you were 44. So how, how close to 45 are you? About 10 years away. You lie to uh, be older? I, I, Did you lie yeah. on your dating profile? Doesn't everybody? Yes. Well, not everybody. It's like a, it's like a nice surprise, you know? You thought I was 44. I'm not. Got 44. it. Oh, you surprise them because they think you're going to be an older guy and you come in as a younger guy. Yes. Got it. That, that you're would not be a an older guy pretending to be a younger guy. Correct. Okay. Got it. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, that is interesting. Hmm. I, if it works well for women too. You know, they want an older gentleman and surprise. Has that ever happened where someone, a woman thought you were older and you showed up and then they were disappointed? Yes. It's how I got uh, 19 stitches. But again, I can't talk about that either. Interesting. Another NDA? <laughs> wow. You, you definitely live an interesting life. Yeah, but I, you know, I can't talk about it too much. Yeah, no, no, I get that. Yep. Got it. Okay. Noted. I'll put that well, in my book. Uh, no, this is all off the record. Too late. You never said that. What library do you uh, work at? I I sign. I have an NDA. I can't tell you. <laughs> <laughs> well, everybody, I'm excited again to hear what you uh, what you got out of this week's episode. It was a great one. Um, Make sure to check out our Monday episodes. Uh, Aaron is actually going to be on the next Monday's episode uh, answering some questions for y'all. But uh, yeah, check us out. Instagram, Do. I actually have a permanent highlight there where you can um, submit some questions for us. Please keep, keep sending them in. You can email us, www.brittanydew at gmail.com. And um, yeah, if you enjoy what you're hearing, rate, review, subscribe. We're on all the different podcasts platforms but um this was a great one even if you don't enjoy what you're hearing rate review and subscribe absolutely like our famous like our famous one star review which you know drives us forward you know that's that's how we learn so <laughs> um so i want to thank our guest first um aaron thank you so much for coming on guests always come first always make sure your guest comes first 
thank you for uh, having me and, and for allowing me to lower the the tone of the uh, podcast. Well, I, I don't clearly you haven't listened to some of the earlier ones. Um, Bessie, thank yeah. you for coming on. Of course. John Wayne, a pleasure. Yes. And yeah, have a good week, everybody. We'll talk to you soon.